When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thanks for listening to the Lakers Fast Break Podcast, part of the Hoopheads Podcast Network. Check out all their awesome basketball shows today at hoopheadspod.com. of the Lakers Fast Break Podcast. It's Gerald Glasser coming right back at you here from Lakers Fast Break. Pop Culture Cosmos, Inside Sports Fantasy Football, and Game Source, we truly appreciate everyone out there listening to all of our shows. And if you can, please give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Plus, if you can like, share, subscribe, follow, or do anything that you can to support us right here at the Lakers Fast Break, Lakerholics.com, and the Hoop Heads Podcast Network, plus also catch our shows every Sunday at 4 a.m. Eastern Time on Dash Radio. It is truly appreciated. Well, I don't know what happened to Laker Tom tonight. Maybe he got so mad about what happened at the end of tonight's game because it was a terrible and disastrous finish to what should have been a great game and a great day for the Lakers and Lakers fans because LeBron James... He's back as he returned to the lineup today. Oh, there he is. He's coming on now as he returned to the lineup against the Sacramento Kings. But unfortunately, his rustiness did show a little bit, and rightly so, and deservedly so. But he did come in and provide a little bit of lift for the team. And for most of the game, it looked like the Lakers were going to take it, especially taking a double-digit lead going into the fourth quarter but unfortunately it was for not as the kings came back in the fourth quarter something that we've seen over the course of the past few days and unfortunately it led to the lakers losing to the sacramento kings 110 to 106 but here today to talk about the game is a full house in honor of the return for lebron james because i don't think we would have it under normal sacramento Kings circumstances are four great guests indeed. I'm going to start off with the Magic Man and also our Lakers historian when it comes to everything that's going on at Lakerholics.com. It is Sean Grice, a.k.a. Magic Man, since you were here first up. Yes, unfortunately, it was a bittersweet day today. And big shout-out to DP. Guys, what happened to the Lakers? It was a case of LeBron being a little bit rusty, but you know what? He gave it his all, and but unfortunately, there were some others who unfortunately could not do the same as well. Uh, absolutely, Gerald. It was uh, outside of um, some bright spots here and there from AD, and uh, Andre Drummond had a nice alley-oop from LeBron, so we saw a glimpse of what they could do. 
But outside of a few glimpses here and there, it was a disappointing effort and a disappointing game. They came out sluggish again. I mean, we I've heard it from Anthony Davis now for, you know, four days. We need to play with a sense of desperation. We need to play with a sense of urgency. It's just not there. You can't manufacture something like that. It's either there or it isn't. You either have it or you don't. It's, and it just isn't there right now. And I'm happy LeBron was back. You're right. He was rusted. Um, he missed a few bunnies. Um, a little tentative here and there, but that's to be expected. Coming off uh, 20 game rest, so to speak. And I mean, we really needed this game, Gerald, to to kind of put the nail in the coffin for that fifth seed. And right now, it, it's going to be a, a game of chess because Portland's coming too. We have them coming up, and uh, it's going to be a race to the end, to the very end. It's going to come down to the final day. I think from the fifth to the seventh spot, it's going to come down to the last day. Um, I think the Grizzlies, the Warriors, and the Spurs are all going to be in the plan. I don't think any of them are going to get into the top six. So we're going to see what the last nine games hold because we need better effort. Uh, We definitely do need a better effort, Sean. Uh, I'm very disappointed with that fourth quarter. The rotations, just uh, absolutely horrid, uh, extremely poor choices. And I I sent Laker Tom a chart showing the success ratio of certain coaches on out-of-bounds plays coming off of timeouts. And unfortunately, Frank Vogel is last uh, in that category. So I don't know what's being done at this point, but there, there's some issues right now because the Lakers right now find themselves only a half game up uh, you know, in front of Dallas right now for that fifth spot. It is now nervous time for all Lakers fans because we truly want to go ahead and get in there at least the fifth seed. That would probably be something that we're looking forward to if we can. But at this point, it's going to be very suspect with the way the Lakers are continued playing. But here today to talk about the game, and DP, you're right, Drummond had no effect on inside the court at times. He did block a shot here and there, but, you know, and then did provide some some good shooting here and there. But, I mean, for the numbers that you're getting from him, they're, they're sometimes really kind of empty. And it's just disappointing with what you're seeing overall with that. you got to be checking out his five things, articles every day or when he can at LakerHolics.com. It is Jamie Sweet and Jamie. Unfortunately, Mr. Admiral Akbar did it again. They set up a trap, and the Lakers and LeBron James coming back fell right into it. That was an unfortunate uh, ending to that game. I mean, we picked our worst, the worst quarter to put up a, a less than 20-point effort. But five more points needed to be squeezed out of somewhere. Or we also picked the, start the fourth quarter off a lot better. Or the flip side of that is we picked we picked the worst quarter to give up the most points of the game to the Kings. You know, they scored the most points in the first fourth quarter. Even more than when they were kicking our butts all over the court in the uh, first quarter. Uh, you know, we just did not show up with a winning, win the game attitude in the fourth quarter. Uh, and I think, you know, Magic Man basically hit the nail on the head. You know, you can't, intensity isn't something you can manufacture or flip a switch for. You either have it or you don't. And like watching these guys like joking around, laughing about dropping the ball out of bounds, laughing about blowing multiple fast break opportunities, multiple shots in the paint, multiple wide open looks at the rim. That doesn't say intensity or want to get it done to me. You know, I I can assure everyone I'm not a professional basketball player. So 
maybe there's something else in there that I don't know about. But uh, on the surface, uh, it looks like these guys are kind of just like waiting for the end of the regular season and eh, whatever happens, happens. And whoever we play, it'll be fine. Uh, you know, I, I think the Lakers still have a chance to fall out of the sixth spot. We're only one game ahead of Portland. And Portland, everybody's calling Portland. I, I long, long ago, I took, have I developed the same opinion about Jamie Lillard that I did about Kobe Bryant. Never write the man off. Uh, he can look like he's on his last, you know, tank, you know, molecule of gasoline in the tank. And the man has the heart of a champion. He has never been a champion, but when Rudy Tomjanovich talked about heart of a champion, he's talking about guys like Dame Lillard. And to have a guy that hungry behind you with, you know, the, the last time we played Portland like that, we were the number one seed in the NBA, and they had to play a bunch of games, you know, at that level just to get to the point to play us. Now they're getting to a point where they can pass us. So in a lot of ways, the shoe is off the other on the other foot right here. So, yeah, this is a disappointing return for LeBron. I mean, you know, he wanted this game. He wouldn't have, you know, he, he they, they need to win. <laughs> it's not like we're sitting on top of the NBA like last time. Like, these are not two games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, these are not the eight games that we had in the bubble where no. they looked atrocious, but they were still the number one seed going into yes. the playoffs on the West Western Conference. So no. right now there's actually a new number one in the Western Conference with their victory. The Phoenix Suns are now number one. They have the same record as Utah, but they do win the tiebreaker. So right. now they're ahead in the standings, believe it or not, everyone out there. So, I mean, the Lakers have got to start taking care of this seriously. I'm just very disappointed in their lack of effort. And I know you are too, Jamie. Uh, just very disappointed all around. I mean, I thought that we could go ahead and that, that LeBron James coming back in the lineup would give them that lift. And it seemingly that was going to take place where the Lakers would pull away in the fourth quarter, especially to a team that has the worst defense in NBA history. Imagine that. And still those type of issues remain. But here today to talk about the game as well, and obviously a, a disappointing effort in LeBron's return. Is a good man indeed. He's our man from Detroit. It is Mr. L. Rob and L. Rob. I will tell you what. I'm so sorry that on LeBron's return we could have such a porous effort. It went from uh, a thriller to very uh, disappointing. You would get excited when you seen LeBron was going to play. So, but um, like Magic Man and Jamie said, you you got to come ready to play. You can't fake intensity. And good. Like Lakers need to lose games like this. I mean, this is not a bad thing. Uh, it is bad in standing wise, but it's good to let them know they have to come. They have to value possessions. They have to pay attention to detail. You know, Dennis reverted back to, um, you know, how he was playing, uh, you know, seven, eight games ago where he was turning it over, uh, being very careless with the basketball, um, looking for the ref to bail him out. No, dude, play ball, go to the hole strong, make solid decisions. Quit turning the ball over. I mean, LeBron, you can, you know, give a pass because he's rusty. But, yeah, I thought Dennis was really one of the main weak chains in the link today. So that's that's kind of on him. But the whole team just got to bring a little bit more intensity. And, uh, yeah, Drummond, a lot of his stats, you know, like I said, when he came here, are going to be empty stats. You know, he just um, – I'm hoping LeBron's basketball IQ can rub off on him just a little bit because he sometimes he just doesn't make the smart plays. Um but he, I think he can be an asset. He can help us, but he's just kind of going to need some help from guys who are used to winning to kind of help bring them along. So disappointing effort, but good. Maybe this is what it will take to get them kick-started. Uh, the other games are more important when you start playing the Phoenixes, then you start playing the Clippers, and you 
start playing some of those teams down the road. So get this out of your system, and hopefully when we're playing those teams in the next four or five games, we'll be focused, and now let us know where we're at. So I was encouraged by his defensive effort, particularly in the first half. He seemed to bring a little bit more intensity on the defensive end, which is what um, I've been wanting to see from him. So that, to me, was a, a, um, a bright spot, too. This is Raphael from NBADraftJunkies.com, and you are listening to the Lakers Fast Break. Hey, hoop heads, we all hate ankle sprains, and they happen way too often. Ankle injuries are the number one sports-related injury. Arise is trying to change that. With the iFast, your athletes get preventative protection and full mobility. Athletes no longer need to wear bulky braces that limit performance and give mediocre protection. Anyone playing sports should be using these products. Keep your athletes in the game. Don't wait for them to get hurt to take action. Visit www.arise.com, spelled A-R-Y-S-E, and use the code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off the future of performance. That's A-R-Y-S-E.com with promo code HOOPHEADS to get 20% off. Hopefully they will get this out of their system, but these were the games the Lakers should have won. When you and Laker Tom were giving that lofty record to finish up this, you guys were anticipating them clearing the way with some easy wins along the way. Absolutely. And we're not seeing it right now. And that's the yep. problem because I'm looking at the scoreboard each and every night, and the teams that are supposed to be tanking, for the most part, they're tanking. There's very few surprises. Although in Boston, they came back from uh, 32 points down with 60 points from Jason Tatum. That was an incredible performance right there. And, of course, I already talked about the Suns and the Jazz with their great game and the fact that Suns are now number one in the Western Conference and overall in the NBA. But here today to talk about the game as well and the porous effort in that fourth quarter is a good man indeed. He is the mastermind behind Lakerholics.com. He is going to breathe some fire, I imagine, in the next few days over some of these <laughs> things that we've seen of the course of the past few games now. And he's going to be breathing some fire at Lakerholics.com plus his medium.com site as well. It is Laker Tom and Laker Tom. Great to have you here. You were the last one here, my friend, for once. All five well, you, of you us are here. Notice. I got the notice one second before I logged in. I love to. I You're send starting it out to me, Gerald. I think that that's kind of tricky. Yeah, well, no, no. I sent out to everybody. Maybe talk to your email. Talk to your email. But anyways, uh, I'm glad to have you here, my friend. You've got to be disappointed with what you saw in the effort tonight. I wasn't really disappointed that much. I mean, I I kind of suspected as the game was going on that this was going to be one of those games where it was going to come down to a last minute shot, and you're either going to win it or you're going to lose it. LeBron obviously was a little rusty. Um, you know, you hate to see with seven seconds left that you you take a settled three as your your chance to tie the game and send it in an overtime, and that was definitely a settled three. What really irritates me more than anything else was you and Lee had it exactly right that everything we get from Andre Drummond is empty. It doesn't really matter and affect the game. He finishes with a minus three. Farrell finishes with a minus 11. Gasol has a plus 12. Horton Tucker has a plus 12. McNamore has a plus 11. 
We don't even see those three guys in the second half. Instead, we close with Drummond, who must have got beaten at least a half a dozen times at the rim by not even covering guys cutting into the middle and so forth. His defense is atrocious. He's in the wrong spot. Even when he makes a shot, it's sometimes because he takes the wrong kind of shot for the situation and it luckily goes in. I put this loss on Frank Vogel's head. It's terrible rotations in the fourth quarter. It was just terrible choice of trying to keep everybody happy and give everybody a few minutes instead of saying, hey, this guy plays like crap. This guy's playing good. I'm going to put him back in the game. I'm going to spread the floor out. And instead, we have the same situation that everybody understands with the Lakers. Clog the middle, hack the paint, let them fire away from three if they want to, but don't let them drive down in there. Every time AD gets the ball inside, he's double teamed. Every time Drummond gets the ball inside, he's triple teamed. And we all know what happens when Drummond gets the ball and there's a lot of traffic. This was my biggest nightmare in a sense that I worry that Vogel will continue to try to make his prophecy that AD and Drummond can play together and he'll waste the next, what do we have, nine more games left or ten? Nine. Nine? He'll waste the next nine games trying to prove that. And I think that that's a stupid move to do. We have three centers. We only need one more center other than A and D. You need to take two of those roster spots, which are going to put players who produce like Gasol, like THT, like Macklemore. You're going to get players who produced when they were in there, and they're not going to get a shot because we're wasting those two roster rotation spots on a couple of centers who basically cannot play well when there is strong elite defense against them. They're going to maybe find some matchup moments when you've got a second string center that Harold can take advantage of or a, a, a center, a second string center that Drummond can take advantage of. I don't see us meeting anybody in the finals who's going to be a first string center that Drummond can even keep up with. Um, and you've got to make some decisions here. First off, this is not a guy we're going to resign next year. He's going to get offers for more than what we can pay him $10 million. Same thing with Harold. You're going to waste time on those two guys at this point in time when the best option that they have is to go small with AD or at least spread out and, and let Gasol be a stretch five so that you can have some spacing in your offense and so forth. As for some of the other performances, I mean, I've been holding an article and I've been writing about Dennis Schroeder about how he could be the second coming of Tony Parker. And I've been so embarrassed by his play the last two games that I haven't even wanted to release the article, even though he spent a few hours writing the damn thing. You know, I mean, throw the ball away, fall down when you dribble into the key, and then just sit there on your butt well, the other team is running down to the other end of the court. Come on, Dennis. If you can't learn to play as well when LeBron and AD are in there, then you're not going to be the point guard of the future for the Los Angeles Lakers. So the good signs, five blocks by Anthony Davis, starting to hit his free throws, starting to get his move on the mid-range shots. Good shots, good shots that he made consistently. The problem, of course, being that you got Drummond in there taking up room in the key, making it easy to double-team him, making it easy to, to prevent him from having lanes to attack the basket. 
It's such a stupid strategy. We didn't win last year by playing big. We won last year by benching all of those bigs that could not do anything to stretch the floor and could not do anything to help play a rapid rotating defense. And now we're sitting here wasting all of this good energy and everything that we've got trying to recreate something to replace a championship pedigree and blueprint that we created last year that is still there and still can win a championship for this team. So well, Rob, well, to say Laker Tom might be a little upset might be the understatement of the day. He started but... off kind of he started off kind of chill there. He said he yeah, was Exactly. I'm going to go and circle back now, and I'm going to start with Elrod. Jamie, I know you were shaking your head at the Tony Parker oh. comment that Lake. Uh, that's, I mean, that's absurd. He's not. There's nothing in his game that has All ever right. well, made on, me think hold that. Hold on, but... hold on. Before we turn, I want to get Elrod in here before you two go at it. All right, Rob. Yeah. Down, boy. down, 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 down. Just... Heal, heal, heal. Okay, just... there you go. All right. I was giving him a lighter. I thought he. I was. I was. I was into it. Man. Bone here in a second. There you go. All right. All right. Don't play with that. But DP, first of all, I want to thank you so much for your great comments. I truly appreciate it. Also, as well, I want to thank Vincent and Albert also for your great comments. Cannot thank you enough for joining us here on tonight's show. It was unfortunately a Lakers loss, one ten to one hundred six to the Sacramento Kings. Our next game is Sunday against Toronto, so we'll be back after that game. I will be, again, doing a remote show, so we'll see how that goes. So far, so good. I'm very surprised. Just in awe right now at the moment. But <laughs> Rob, I wanted to ask you, well, because we, believe me, I have had some bad times with hotel Wi-Fi. But it's all about the access points, baby. It's all about yeah, the access this points. Yeah, this is true. This is true. But, L. Rob, I wanted to ask you this. I mean, you heard Laker Tom's passionate pleas to the whole coaching staff to reevaluate the way they go ahead and distribute minutes. I mean, these rotations, as DP was saying earlier, are, you know, it, it does not have to go ahead and be, okay, we're going to give everybody some time, make sure everything's great, make sure everybody's happy because guys are not finding a consistent flow. Kuzma was absolutely awful tonight. I mean, I know DP was talking about it in the chat, and I'm just saying right now, he's a more complete player, but he's a very, very inconsistent one. That's the problem. Maybe, I don't know, maybe it's his personal life getting in the way. I'm not quite sure because he likes to go ahead and you know be out there and, and be a celebrity and all that along with it. But, my friend, there's still a lot of issues uh, on the roster that we need to take care of and, and iron out while LeBron is getting back to health. I would agree. I think uh, uh, Tom uh, said it well. You can't please everybody. So some tough decisions will have to be made. Uh, I will disagree on um, on uh, as far as playing Drummond and Davis together. I think you got to um, let those guys play and figure out what they can do together. So that's the only way you're going to figure it out is by letting them spend time on the court together. So um, you shouldn't lose to the Kings while you're probing and, and doing that. Though. You shouldn't do it at the end of the game. But you have to figure out, you know, how they will play together. Bottom line is, um, Drummond will be playing. So you got to figure out how you're going to use him. He's better than Casal at this point in his career, definitely. And he will be more effective than Casal. So they got to figure that part out. I don't know what happened to THT. He had a great first half and, you know, maybe somebody tied him up and didn't let him out of the locker room. <laughs> this goes back to what I say. When you're dealing with a 20-year-old, 
such as him, I mean, it, it's a roller coaster each and every day with him. So I'm not yeah. surprised. Yeah, he should have played. So I agree. Go ahead, Matt. Um, actually, you know, I'm, we're circling back, so we're going to go back. Sure, to let, him, let, him, let him tack it on. Let him tack it on, man. Go ahead, Magic Man. But get yourself off of mute first. There you go. Gerald, did you ever see Mary Shelley's Frankenstein version of the film with Robert De Niro? Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I liked, uh, I liked the comedy one with Gene Wilder better. But anyway, oh. the, what I... What uh, so what I was trying to say is, you know, I mentioned earlier today on Likerholics.com that I thought Vogel was trying to play Frankenstein with the rotations. <laughs> and what we learned about creating a, a monster or a golem is that eventually the monster or the golem turns on you, on the creator, whoever created it. We need to get down to a rotation of you know, eight or nine guys. I mean, I, I, I realize we went for 10, 11 last year, but those were a little different circumstances. You need to just shorten the rotations and, and you know, be real with people. You know, Marc Gasol was gassed in the second half. We can't have him be gassed in the second half in playoff games. I mean, that's why he couldn't play. I mean, it wasn't... Half. Yeah, he didn't even play in the second yeah. half. He didn't play in the second yeah. half. Yeah, no, he was, he was gassed. After a point twelve yes. in the first half. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. so, so I mean, you can't – That that's a problem. If he can't go in the second half when you need a stretch five and you need him to shoot those threes, that's a problem. Because he, he, the reason he didn't play wasn't because of matchups. He was tired. You could see it – I could see it in the – in at the – when it was 34, 32. Yeah, no, Tom, look back. He was huffing and puffing. He, he, he didn't, he didn't look right. I'd like to see that somewhere said by somebody else because I don't, I disagree with that. I think it was a decision that he wanted to play Harold, and the only reason that he gave Gasol some minutes was because Harold got banged in the face. We played much better. We came back. We took the lead, and and it was all because I agree. of Gasol. Spreading the court. Mark should be playing more, and he should be shooting more threes. I mean, well, it's something to do that Dick can spread out. But then again, we get to the point where Gasol's just, and I can't believe I'm saying this about a former defensive player of the year. He's such a liability on defense. That's the problem. I mean, you're going to have to get Anthony Davis playing more games like today on the defensive end just so that they can keep up because he is such a liability there now with his lack of mobility. And that seems to be an issue for the team going forward, but. Drummond can't say that. And Harold can't say that. There's just no right answer. There's just no right answer between our center situation. Other than what you always say is AD needs to play. Yeah. Well, I know again, this is like uh, beating a drum time and time out. It's AD. It needs to be at the five. But right now, we need to ramp it up. We need to ramp up the rotations as far as cutting that down to Magic Mana, what Laker Tom wants at eight or nine players. We need to increase the minutes. We need to start getting serious about it because, as you, everybody here knows, there's less than 10 games left. So we need to go ahead and, and start focusing in on finishing the year strong because this is not going to be the la-di-da attitude like they had in the bubble going into the playoffs. So they, they can't be experimenting and doing all this other stuff that they were doing last year at this time, closing out the season. And they really can't do that because they're not in a position to this time. They're not number one in the West. 
They're number five. And the reality check is right behind them, a half a game behind them in Dallas Mavericks and one game behind them in the Portland Trailblazers. If they want to go ahead and continue this downfall, I don't think that's going to bode well for the team because they'll have a hard matchup in the first round looking smack dab in the faces, and that's not going to be something that's They might have the uh, Clippers in the first round. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's going to be something to look at because you talked about how hot Denver was. They've won eight of their last nine or nine of the last ten, and they've done really well, and they're now only a game behind Denver for the third spot. Half game, Gerald. Half game, half game, half half game. game behind. Thank you for the correction. Half game behind as far as for the Western Conference third place. So that would put the Clippers and the Lakers in the first round matchup. I kind of like to see that right now. But then again, if the Lakers fall out of sixth or seventh, that's not a good sign for the team either. So I don't know. I mean, we're going to close this out right now. It's been a great broadcast. It is 110 to 106, the Sacramento Kings beating the Lakers. We will be back on Sunday, hopefully against the Tampa slash Toronto slash we got to be somewhere next year. We're not quite sure where Raptors. Hopefully we will go ahead and see a victory with LeBron James and everyone else. Now that LeBron is back in the lineup, welcome home, LeBron. We're glad to have you back on the court once again. Gerald, I just want to say real quick, pity the Raptors, pity the Raptors. Somebody's going to be PO. His his homecoming was ruined and his name is LeBron James and he's going to destroy the Raptors. That slasher tattoo he's working on is prelude. Let's just call it what it is. It's a prelude of what's to come. It is the Toronto Raptors on Sunday, and we'll be back after the game. I want to thank you so much for listening and watching to us right here at the Lakers Fast Break Podcast.